Filmmakers and photographers Drinking coffee and talking shit Welcome to Filmmakers and Photographers Drinking Coffee and Talking Shit Or Drinking Coffee Beer Beer coffee. Yeah. What is Although, it? Is it coffee my, beer or beer coffee? Mine's gone. You're already gone? So, no, it, I'm, I'm, right. I'm the only one with beer. It's a coffee right. stout. Randy's diving into the farmer's daughter. In this podcast, you'll hear insights and stories from five guys. Oh, five guys. My notes. Yeah. Five guys. And, again, and maybe an occasional guest. We've got a guest. Who have all come to the craft of visual media from very different starting points. I'm your host, Matt Rickman. I am Sean Luddy. Jack Rickman, Chris Bell, Randy Fitzenmeyer. In this episode, we're going to talk to a very special guest, fellow video producer, Zachary Robin. Hi, Zach. How's it going? Hello. It's going well. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So, Chris, why did you bring this guy? Yeah, no, Zach is a uh, extremely talented uh, video production guy, and it's just been a matter of time. So we roped him in coming in here. So he's got a lot of great things to share. He's had a... Uh, incredibly interesting uh, launch in his career. He started out in the uh, broadcast, ABC, CBS, uh, kind of uh, uh, more drama kind of stuff, went on into uh, reality-type TV and has done uh, also indie, um, indie feature film work, documentary. In fact, he did his own documentary last year. So the guy is a, uh, he's a glutton for punishment, and I think he's got a lot of things to share with us. So what uh, what say you, Zach? Why uh, why do you do what you do? Uh, well, actually, Chris didn't let me leave the office today, so this is like straight from the work day. Yeah, you know? that's a yeah. normal day. Yeah, so yeah. welcome <laughs> to the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Uh, we do film and video. We did not make it to the real world. Actually, <laughs> so. we create our our own world. Is what we do. Yes, that's right. We do every day. Yep. Yeah. So tell us about your doc that you made. Yeah, so last year I made a mini doc, which, uh, you know, in this day and age, formats are changing every day. So I think you can call it a documentary, even though it's about 13 minutes long. Uh, and we can, long. Yeah. Well uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. We can talk some uh, kind of SEO and reasons of how I kind of redistributed it over time. Um, but in any case, it was called Guidebooking, and it was about the release of the new Poudre Canyon rock climbing guidebook, the third edition here in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, Route 14. Uh, and yeah, so I followed around some folks who were producing um, and publishing the new guidebook. And we made a story about the community that actually surrounds rock climbing. And it came together really well. And uh, Fort Collins is kind of a mecca for that, right? Especially the Poudre Canyon. And that's why they published the book. Yeah, absolutely. It was... Uh, we have a guest, another yeah. guest that'll be landing soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a uh, moth join our uh, Mothra. Uh, Mr. Moth Miller. Man. Yes. Mr. Miller's here. <laughs> He's oh, after the farmer's daughter. <clears throat> How is that, by the way, Randy? It's very tasty. How's it's the farmer's daughter taste? <clears throat> oh, man. Mm. <laughs> good one. Bueno. <laughs> <laughs> really, that good. Okay. So continue on, please, uh, Zach. Uh, yeah, so one of the really special elements of this film was that it was really centered around the community uh, that helps create a guidebook because it's really not one person. It takes, 
you know, it's years in history and uh, multi-generational contributions. And so that was really the focus of the film. And the special part was that that community came together to celebrate the film. So we did a big uh, screening up at the Mishawaka Amphitheater. Nice. Uh, yeah, and had like two, 250 uh, local climbers there. And so showing your film to, I think, an audience that really kind of understands the material is a pretty exciting thing to do. So. Well, you have to get a link up on uh, the podcast website so you can check it out. It's a very, very good I film. I can't wait to check it out. I wish yeah. I would have known about it. I could have introduced you to some heavy hitters. Some producers. Yeah. Some yeah. And, and in the climbing world. In the climbing world. And, and yeah. local. Yeah, absolutely. And we national. should discuss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Yeah. Sean hasn't said anything yet. And that's so, oh, so that is very unusual. <laughs> so we are sharing I think, uh, well, you we're know, sharing a mic. We're, Zach I thought something was odd. Um, we were preparing a duet. So, but. Zach, I mean, you know, you and I, you and I, um, hung out during that project. I, I saw it, you know, in the works. You sent me a lot of different edits and things. Um, I, I, I love that um, I get to be that sounding board for you. I'm curious, um, what are some of the projects that you have, like, always kind of wanted to do or, or things that you're, like, cooking up doing but, like, haven't had the chance to yet or just haven't gotten around to doing? Like, if you had anything, any time in the world, what would you be producing and making for the world? Yes, that is uh, difficult because I think for those of us who have gone to art school, we realize that boundaries can be really important for creativity. Uh, so kind of endless openness is a challenge, I think, for all artists. Um, but to give you some insight into some future projects in the next year or so, uh, at, at one point I had produced an episodic series called The Daily Beta, and it was uh, rock climbing. Uh, themed YouTube series. Uh, and so I was looking at doing another sim similar series called Namas Daily. Nice. Yeah, uh, we're working on the title, but it, it would be in the uh, yoga community. And, you know, I, I think some elements to talk about in that respect is that when I do create, I always like to have kind of an audience in mind for the material. Uh, you know, I I think I have limited free time, uh, and I do this for a living, and so the passion projects that I do outside of work, I like to have an impact in a community, so I usually start with that in mind, um, and I figure we're in such a beautiful environment here that to put yoga outside, I, and more than likely in a, an attractive male or female star uh, on camera. Um, I'll do it. There. <laughs> Fine. Okay, That's I'll the do real it. Man, I, we I'm really got to, <laughs> yeah, we got to the point really quick tonight here. <laughs> uh, so I think those, for all, those elements I think are all going to hit and I think they're going to hit well. Uh, so that, that's probably the goal for the next year is to do an episodic uh, content. I have like a question. That. Yeah. Do you rock climb and do yoga? <laughs> you know, weirdly enough, I don't. I like to stretch my... No, I do, actually, Randy. At yes. the same time? Uh, <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Some would say that it's ballet on the wall. Um, yeah, you know, that brings up a really good point, Chris, why'd too. you bring him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, for you. Yes. <laughs> ballet on the wall. Yeah. Uh, well, no, Randy, I think that brings up a really good point. Um, early in kind of screenwriting and filmmaking... Uh, when I went to college for that, they had talked about write what you know, create what you know. 
Um, I think that it's a really good starting point to look at activities that you enjoy. I think that you'll be you'll stay more engaged. Oh, yeah, most outdoor famous outdoor adventure photographers are started out in doing their sport first and graduated to that. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's you hear natural. that, Jack? <laughs> Do what you know. F- do it. What? What the hell did you just say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just do, do, do what it. You know. Just, just yes. do it. I'll take this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Copy written. Uh, you know. Also funny enough, Randy. I think I went the opposite direction. Where I've noticed that, especially in the climbing filmmaking world, it's really kind of rugged. It has a great style. It's super raw. Um, and then there's another side to it where filmmakers come out with the production value. They don't really know the sport, and they make something really glossy, but it doesn't really connect with the overall audience. I kind of fit in the middle there where I'm a terrible rock climber, and I am a terrible filmmaker, so I'm taking both of those elements and coming out with some raw stuff, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. So since you made it clear that you didn't make any money off the film, since it's not good, <laughs> right? Is that what you just yeah. said? <laughs> what do you do for Never your day job? Never sell yourself short. Uh, well, uh, real quick, though, I will comment on that. Uh, the goal of that project was it was a add-on piece to selling the guidebook, mm-hmm. and so... You know, I guess without true analytics, we can't be sure, but I'd like to think that the exposure of the film helped sell the guidebook. There were comments directly kind of in some of the places that we put it online saying, hey, I'm going to go out and buy that book right away. Um, And so I think, you know, regardless of making money myself on it, I think the goal was met of uh, helping spread the word on on that for know. sure i'm sure it was very well received you know i mean it sounds like the community I loved think it was it. a great idea yeah so yeah cool to me yeah oh, and yeah. you know i think that's another cool reward angle. too is like showing stuff to a community that likes your stuff uh you know yeah like you can make a living doing this and all that but it's a big reward to get to do that as well and the biggest thing too go ahead and move the mic over sean i know you're <laughs> tying to, i know you're trying to <laughs> just chop it at the bit over here <laughs> But but you finished it, and that's that's what I think is super cool is that you finished it. Okay, so rapid fire question round, Zach. Um, first question: autofocus or manual? Oh man, uh, manual, manual focus. Had a boy. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, <laughs> extra batteries are fully charged. One. Whoa. <laughs> that's deep. deep. Yeah. You're so rapid. Yeah, <laughs> extra batteries and battery charger. So manual, what would Go, Go ahead. ahead. No, well, okay, dream dream uh, camera. If you could, any amount of money, what camera would you buy? Uh, you know, that's always one of those questions where uh, there's a line. Just say the fucking camera. Nope, line <laughs> in the sand. <laughs> Cameras don't matter, man. The image doesn't matter. It's the story that you're telling. Oh, yeah, what'd you shoot your uh, story with? Uh, well, it's your actually, iPhone? it was a collection of material. Uh, so <laughs> we were telling a very long uh, story, and it was a documentary, so we used a lot of sourced material from climbers over the years. And, you know, I did use uh, <laughs> Chris, of course, being the very generous man that he is. Believe it or not, lo- loaned me <laughs> gear and let me go out into the woods with it without asking what I was doing. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> I, I, I ask quite frequently what, what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, you know, with that in mind, we we used professional gear. We used GoPros. We used collected footage from the community. I used a drone on a series of stuff. And it's a nice-looking film. Yeah, yeah, you go check it out. It's uh, I think you'll be impressed. Okay, okay. rapid fire. Yes. Uh, 
Free Solo, Dawn Wall, Valley Uprising. Favorite one. So I haven't seen Dawn Wall yet, uh, okay. but between oof, all different. <laughs> I'd say Valley Uprising. I thought the motion graphics really added Hell to that, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, Dawn Wall's interesting. It's an interesting story, but yeah. Also a film that used material over like seven years of time. Yeah, so I, I think that's always those. a unique challenge, especially as I we're entering a world with like major data, right? Like yeah. all of us are shooting for years now. And like, what can we do with that stuff? I know you, Matt, like you think like I do where you're collecting stuff and you'll be like, you know, I'll retouch that in a year or so, <laughs> two years. And, right. You know, you got uh, stacks of hard drives uh-huh. and You'll probably make your Citizen Kane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rosebud. Yeah. I'll, I'll die with raw footage probably yeah. is what, what will really happen. We, we all will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the moral of the story, what's more important between visual or audio for your documentary? That that would that's be a good audio. question. Definitely. That's audio. I dropped the camera like forty times. And it's part of the film. Yeah. <laughs> good answer. No, he he didn't. Audio is one of the hardest things. Or true or false? Audio is one of the hardest things we do as filmmakers. I would say that's a true right there. Very difficult, and it's one third of filmmaking. Yeah. Okay. I want hire a trained professional. <laughs> <laughs> So manual focus? Why, man? Do you not have a good enough camera? No, so do you guys know the story of the Luddites and the haters of technology? So it kind of goes, yeah, it goes with, well, I won't tell the story. You guys can look it up. (laughs) Uh, But it goes with my idea of not really caring so much about gear. Um, I don't trust the computer yet. I don't think that autofocus does what I want it to do most of the time. I have, I have a you question. Shoot, after shooting on my A7 III for a photo shoot and having like no blurry pictures, I would have to. I, I have, I have a. Yeah, I don't I have cool. Yeah, I don't have new Does Ari make autofocus cameras? I don't know who does Ari still make cameras? No. <laughs> <laughs> because at that level, wouldn't you have a focus puller? Exactly. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just drop the mic? Did I just drop focus yeah. puller? Yeah, and 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 and, and what. What was <laughs> shot recently on an Ari that's worth a damn? Mm. Well, would you? Uh, do we have enough time? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, right. man. <laughs> you know, I would say in Randy's, uh, we actually have one right on the floor over there. I don't think Red you, makes one or um, Black Mage. Right. But uh, so the gimbal over there mm-hmm. uh, has actually a focus wheel on it. 100%. W- yeah. Which is insane because, you know, I went to film school. I'll date myself here. I took a Steadicam class. Um, Just don't date yourself on camera, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I will clone myself. You saw that video, and you liked it. Um, <laughs> and you liked it. Uh, but, you know, I think it's incredible that technology has advanced to the point where you can tell stories and use tools on such a small scale and have that level of production value to be, like, right alongside the pros. Well, And that's and for not much money. And that's, yeah, that's, for not that's, much uh, money. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that's my approach. I mean, speaking video, I am absolutely tired of, like, reaching out to hire video people and then thinking, okay, you know, I've got this this thing that needs to be shot, and and they come back with, well, we're going to need a sound guy, and we're going to need a lighting guy, and mm-hmm. we're going to need a PA, and we're going to need a camera, and we're going to need a director, and we're going to need... Like, fuck off. If you can't go out and do all of that stuff on your own, like, that's my level. That That's that's my world. I get that there's a world for, like, having all of that stuff. Yeah. But to me, I don't want to be any part of it, you know. So I love autofocus, and I love, you know, gear that helps right. me do that to mm-hmm. run mean and, you know, lean and mean and nimble. Yeah, I think it, it's uh, one of those things that, 
that you know, especially in the world that we're in, the the more you can do with less because you have to spread yourself really thin. You know what I mean? So we want guys that are doing the same thing we are that are trying to build a rig that has all the stuff you need, a mic and a light and a monitor and, you know. Yeah. The right tool for the job. And yeah, a craftsman exactly. wrench works just as good as a snap-on most of the time. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah, true. Did you sure. say strap-on? Or yeah. what <laughs> <you> say? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's talking yeah. about yeah. man. What kind of tools are you using, Randy? Cheers. Hey, what's the farmer's daughter taste like? I didn't know. I'm not going to get one. Yeah, I'm going to move on to that as well. You know, at the same time. You want a farmer? Daughter? Take his daughter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Love you, honey. Uh, <laughs> no. May I as well, please? May sure. I join in? So what's yeah. next B- between uh, Nama- yeah, Namaste Beta? Yeah. Yeah, Namaste well, Daily? What, what the you fuck know, was it called? Real quick, though. Namaste Daily? Can I go back and nope. it would... <laughs> yep, nope, we're moving on. Chris, uh, can you make the re- rewind, rewind sound? <laughs> rewind? Yeah. I, I need another farmer's daughter. <laughs> I love coffee, but you know, this if, is way If more everyone fun. can leave notes in the comments about what they like, us on coffee or us on beer. Yeah. It's a very different show. Yeah, for sure. I, like. I like I like us on Farmer's Daughters. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. We have plenty of cameras. Okay, you want to go back? Yeah, and, and, you know and, what and I was change your say. answer about autofocus? No, I was oh. gonna talk about how <laughs> I actually reject I reject what we were just talking about, uh, which is that we have to be more nimble, you know, less crew, quicker turnarounds, you know, single person, all the hats, you know, here's a piece of gear that can do everything. I think that's a response to the availability of putting material out on the web. And there's just seems like less and less thought to content, quicker turnarounds, really putting it out. I miss the craft. I miss the time put in. Volume? What's that? Volume? Volume. Of course, right? You're surrounded by trade shows that, like, the whole thing is, if it's not out in a week, people... You yeah. know, tune out and and start paying attention to the next show or the next event. Yeah, it, it all depends what it is. And so that and you know, in in that environment, that's exactly you know, the faster you can get that out, and the more you can connect with people while they're focused on it, the the better. But if you're an, an influencer or a blogger or a vlogger, as you know, I am, you yeah. know, you would uh, yeah, you would say <laughs> you you would say like take your that's news to Jack, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, take. You can take your time and you can plan your content and do it right if you want to. And, you know, that is a challenge I think that like content creators have is you have to have other people help you shoot yourself shooting stuff. What do you and think, you Jack? You know, it's kind of hard, right? You, I want to hear what Jack thinks. No, yeah, let me, let me, actually, let me actually tee this up because I think Jack might chime in on this. So, so Randy has the new iPhone Max 11 Don't Pro. Don't lots of words. Don't drop it. Right, so you could do everything with this. I you could have shot your whole yeah. thing That's with this. what I've been doing. It would have been nice, yeah. Or, or you could shoot all the way up to an, an Airy or something like this. So it's yeah. it's the right the right tool, He's you both. know, it's the right place. It's the, you know, whatever. But Jack... Jack shoots everything like I haven't touched like a real camera like this in months. I, I mean, except for my like still photo camera, which I have been using. But but you use your iPhone for like everything. Yeah, no, everything film related, iPhone. Well, I think there's an element to that which is most people watch iPhone footage played back on iPhones, so it looks really good because there's no resolution degradation. Yep. Have another no. farmer's dog. <laughs> yeah. You know she's a sturdy girl. Uh, <laughs> sturdy girl. Randy didn't like this. Uh, I like it. Good, but uh, I like her too. 
You know, I, yeah. I would say <laughs> with guidebooking on the first day that I went out, I had uh, the C100, about four lenses, tripod, slider, uh, you know, a monitor, uh, audio, couple other things. And I was following a guy who has been going through that canyon for about 20 years of his life. And probably about a mile in, I, had, I wanted to pass out, right? Uh, and by day two, I quickly realized that I was going to have to strip down my gear and make it work for the project mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to shoot for the vision that I had. Um, and yeah, when you're really out in the field, you learn that pretty quickly. I well, think. Jimmy Chen would have brought all the gear, but yeah, he does legs though. One, one yeah. word, yeah. one word, budget. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah exactly. Well, exactly. that and just like ruggedness. That, that so, 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 Nama, Nama, what the Nama. fuck? Namas daily. I already got it. I'm with you. Namas daily. What's that all about? It's yoga. Yeah, and I do have a really bad propensity of naming my Cute. projects daily, as if I'm actually going to put stuff out daily. So why didn't you name it Downward Dog? <laughs> daily yeah. Downward Can Dog. Can I? The yeah. 3D. No, take the daily <laughs> out. Triple, triple D's. D. Triple I feel like D. this goes <laughs> back to what I was saying. And <laughs> Jack, uh, chime in on this. I got to bring beer more often. Triple D Yoga. Downward dog daily. Daily downward dog. Triple D yoga. No, but uh, so Jack weigh in on this. I really don't like trying to put out daily content. I tried. It didn't work. Why (laughs) Why didn't it work for you? I just... Because it was summer and he was lazy? That and I I just... I don't feel like I have... Dad. I don't know. I just couldn't find things to create every day. Jack, what is the appropriate... What is the appropriate upload frequency for a proper YouTuber? I mean, if you really want to do YouTube professionally, probably a couple one. times a week. Yeah, like two or three times a week. Daily's so burning it, people out. But it, yeah. I mean, it's not it's got to be compelling how, how, content. How is, how is weekly? Yeah, yeah. Like, if somebody was going to do like one a week, maybe it's a tutorial. Maybe it's like a here's what I did artistically this I week. I feel like thing, tips if for a content creator to start moving. To less frequent uploads, the quality also has to go up. But so the like, problem is, is that's counter that's to like good, what's happening that's on good. YouTube. That's like a good thing about the measure of that, right? It's it, like that axis. If it, if yeah, it were true, but the problem is, is it's going the other way. They're they're doing more frequent con- content with less quality. That's all clickbaity, right? Hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 And so well, really so though, right? but at the same time, let's talk about environment, right? So I heard a really good advice, um, and her name escapes me, but it was a social media influencer, and they were talking about using a platform that you just generally enjoy because you're just not going to enjoy working on something. No one actually enjoys social media, though. (laughs) Well, if you like Instagram or the interface more than you like YouTube, then create your content for Instagram. Yeah, fair enough. But, like, target it for the Well, or where's your audience, to your point. Exactly, where's your audience. And for me, it's on Reddit. Uh, does anyone That's, that says right? a lot. Yeah. Okay. Chris, yeah. why'd you bring him? What, what, what's that? Yeah, there you go. You never heard Reddit? It's, uh, based I'm off Reddit. You're older than I am, and you know? <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Randy's on Ariat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jack, what do you think is the uh, the best way for a new YouTuber to like make a splash, make us like get people watching? Like, have you ever come across somebody like early in their on their YouTube page and been like, "Crap, yes, I'm gonna follow this guy." It's, it's all based on category because. If like you're really into filmmaking, then you're gonna mm-hmm. only find filmmaking stuff, and then oh, well. there's a chance they'll come across 
someone pretty small. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, to make, like, a splash in your category, it's very difficult. you got to find something different. It feels like the filmmaking, like, creator category is a little saturated. Would you agree or disagree with that? Especially in podcasts. (laughs) <laughs> Vodcast. Vodcast. <laughs> well, you wouldn't guess it. Is it more saturated than still photography? That's would be an interesting. Are people still doing still photography? Uh, they're called like, cinemagraphs uh, now. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I will say though that my prediction. Let me sit first, please. Sit down. My t- my prediction is that. Right now we're dealing with a kind of an issue with too much data, too too much material out there, too much content. We're going to have to progress towards a curation. Uh, I think that... It's my called oversaturated. Oversaturated would be the term. Yeah, scientific. Uh, but I would think that we would head towards a form of curation that would get... I don't know. I don't know. Is it you an like algorithm? Like hashtag maybe? Like only the ones you liked. <laughs> no, I think like Netflix, I spend 45 minutes looking for something to watch and then go to sleep, the you know? So like, how are they going to get me to watch uh, the stuff that's I a, want? That's a guy thing. Yeah. Really, come on. It's, it's, a, it's a genetic guy thing. We're just yeah. surfing and that's surf. Right. Yeah. We're hunter-gatherers. That's I, a good yeah. point. I, yeah. so I actually think that it's, right. it's, it's, the, it's the quantity of content that's out there. And there's a ton of content because... Anybody, I mean, shit, we're, this is going to end up on YouTube. I mean, that speaks volumes for what's allowed on YouTube. Um, but I think the cream rises to the top. Yeah. The, the, the problem is, is there's this, like, this is the perversion to it with algorithms and clickbaity stuff and all of that kind of stuff. I have a feeling we're going to move past that. And I think that's going to solve what you're talking about. Well, I, I also see a future where, you know, I think I'm, I'm from the East Coast originally. I'm from New Jersey. And because of that, a lot. Yeah. We won't I still love you. We still, yeah, it's okay. You. I made it. I made it. Where's your gold chain, man? Uh, it's in the car. <laughs> under the mat of chest hair that is under this shirt. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think a lot of people in New Jersey would immediately funnel to New York or Philadelphia, that kind of thing. And, you know, there's no denying that there's significant talent pools and places like that. But at the same time, growing up where I did, we had this small um, theater. It was, uh, you know, like plays theater. Uh, We all remember that, right? Uh, And we would bring in amazing talent because we're so close to New York, but it was a community theater. And what would happen was everyone who starred alongside that amazing talent became amazing talent themselves. And I would predict that now that we have access in every little place in, let's say, North America, technologically connected place, you're going to see unique talent and niche talent come out of the places that you're in as opposed to having to source it from talent pools. So what I could see is, for instance, regional television coming back really strong, like public access, but like good public access because we know how to make stuff where we are. We have talented people where we are. How's it get monetized though? Because it doesn't, that doesn't get monetized through YouTube. Yeah, yeah. That, that's gonna be the real. I, I, have, yeah. I have a question for Crowdsourcing. Jack. Okay. Re- regarding this. 
does the younger generation actually care about quality, like production quality? Kind of. <laughs> I mean, so it, it really depends from person to person because, like, I value qual uh, quality, but, like, most of – a lot of people in my school, person, like – Probably wouldn't. I, I Don't you think I it think legitimizes it, th the guy, though? I think it. I think it's a question of what does quality mean, and it's probably different for us yeah, than classic. Than what Jack. is art? I mean, like, would you call Casey Neistat quality? Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, but, but now not in his in, not in, in traditional quality sense. in his category. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Excellent definition. Well, yeah, and a, and a person well can be quality. Their content can be quality, and they can shoot it all on a, on nothing. You know what I mean? On an iPhone or whatever, which isn't nothing nowadays, of course. But right, it's like it can yeah. be the person you're watching. You'd be like, dude, the guy is so funny, and he's, and he's stuff he says, and it's prolific. And you know, you can fall in love with a character, and that can be what holds them, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess it all depends what it is <laughs> sure, too. Right. right, what the content is. Right. Yeah, but if it, it could be if it's home improvements, it could just be like. We can't yeah. hear you. Yeah, I doesn't doesn't the you, just uh, home you know the content, <laughs> the compelling content. That's what drives everything yeah, right. for you guys. You know, it's like if you're not interested in this particular podcast, you you know, I don't care what kind Who of quality. Who wouldn't be though? I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't be? Yeah, yes. we have multi generational content here. We got, we got it all. Um, yeah. So let me ask a really convoluted question of uh, the younger generation at the table. A convoluted uh, Jack question. Jack is the representative of <laughs> <Yeah>. all, <laughs> all youth here. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, we're sorry for you. Um, so <laughs> is there even such a thing as method acting anymore? Because I feel like your entire generation, one, probably hasn't lived at all. Um, <laughs> but two, like... I feel like there's this weird feedback loop where you guys are learning, like you're so saturated with stuff that everybody knows, like for instance, the taxi driver line, like you talking to me, and people can That's actually Mel Gibson in, uh, in uh, <laughs> Road Warrior. Yeah, that was, paid, that was the Patriot. <laughs> well yeah, done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was a study project when I was in film school, so I'm very familiar with that line. So, but, you know, it seems like, I, I even remember they were trying to cast the new Harrison Ford for the new Star Wars films. They were looking for Han Solo for Han Solo. And the guy who got the part like got it because he went on YouTube and did the best impression of Han Solo. Yeah, that's how like that's how everybody on the show Stranger Things was cast YouTube. Uh, really? Wow. Pretty oh, much. Wow. That's yeah, wow. yeah, that's, that's so cool. Very interesting. Um, but I guess you know my convoluted question Luke? being: um, Do you do you kind of I don't know see a, a feedback loop of people creating content because they saw content or I, I don't know I don't know what my question is. <laughs> Jack, can you tell him what his question is? <laughs> First, can you tell me what my question is? Younger generation, say that. He started something with method acting and then he misreferenced the film. Yeah. And acting <laughs> film. No, I feel like... People, Jack's like taxi driver. Yeah. People, fuck is that? People do create... <laughs> That's, oh my god, we Stuber. have to make Uber driver. Well, Uber <laughs> driver. Yes, let's do that yeah. as a side story. It would all be in are German. You, are you texting me? <laughs> Are you freaking brilliant? <laughs> uh, worst um, podcast ever. Very good. But I, I feel like pretty good. I feel like people do create content because they see content. Like especially now with like the popularity of creating video game content, like 
just my little brothers. They like they see uh, older people making video game content, so they make video game content. So like I feel like that is yeah. When you say older people, are we talking like two it, it, two years like, older? Teen- teenagers. teenagers. <laughs> my age, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much just teenagers now. Yeah, <laughs> considered older. And to answer your method acting, absolutely. I mean, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I, I mean, all of our celebrities are method actors, right? I mean, they're playing a part. All the actors what, are going to be yeah. animation soon. What a unique question you ask. And actually, that does kind of continue my question, train of thought <laughs> for you, Jack, which is, uh, I mean, you guys are like born camera trained at this point. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. just pulls out their phone and click. Yeah, and like, do you feel Selfie. that you have developed a way Good of being title. on camera do accordingly? Um, I feel like it's less yeah. awkward, like being on camera or like taking pictures of yourself or like, like vlogging is. It's way more like normal for most people because like. You, especially for me, I've heard on YouTube when people talk about how they started out, they're like, yeah, first time I was on camera, I was so nervous I couldn't even talk. And then, like, here are my little brothers and everybody in my school who are taking pictures of themselves and, like, posting videos on on YouTube. Like, it's really not, like, not a thing anymore. TikTok, TikTok and YouTube yeah. and all of that. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you, we, we've talked about this off, off podcast about, you know, that Jack's generation is camera ready. Yeah. You know, they're so used to be in front of the camera. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, the actors and the talent and what comes out of that. Just like, I think the storytelling that comes, that's going to come out of all of it. I mean, like, it's all going to be good. So actually, I, there's just going to be so much of it. I'm curious though, will it be baseless? Will it be emotionless? Because it's actually no way. Uh, because we all respond to true emotional, real stories. But I so, think this is a form of mimicry because this is based off of a feedback loop as opposed to real creation. I, and and you know, I don't know where this is going. Obviously, that's rather judgmental and generalized. But uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I think the best content, the best stories ever told are being told now. Yeah, why would you think? I, I, I have a quick interjection. Is anybody want a Rochambeau for the last farmer's daughter? <laughs> you can have her because I want one wrestling over in the corner. Hop on. Zach, here's what I'll say about that. Here's what I'll say about that. I think survival of the fittest holds true in this game because, as Jack said, it's really hard to upload daily. And a true YouTuber, a couple times a week, that's even a huge commitment. I think once a week. Chris, yeah. if I asked you, I need you to send me a video once a week, yeah. that would be a hard commitment to, to make with all be. the stuff we do, well, especially if you're not making a living. Especially if you're not making a living on YouTube. If you had gotten to the point where your job was to continue to make YouTube videos and it was yeah, self-sufficient, you're gonna, you could put 40 hours a week to it. But as have, a... Yeah, you could, you're going to have periods where you... Uh, there's a lot of creativity going on. There's a lot of content to be had. Uh-huh. So you're going to have a lot of things going out there. But And then life catches up, right? Well, life, life happens. And, uh, and and so here's my point, I guess, is is that as, that, as the content bubble swells, we're going to probably see that the – the reason the content will probably continue to be good is that the people who aren't really in it, aren't really doing it because they love it, won't really – produce that much content they might start out heavy and then they'll fade off and it won't be their thing and they can't keep it up and so then they'll fall down and the ones who really love Randy's it only had super a into it <laughs> you know what i mean that that's what i think i think that's gonna the real content makers will produce more stuff and they'll be good at it because they love it well and i think more importantly it's those that are making content that people want to watch obviously it's compelling content 
that's going to reign supreme anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it doesn't have that doesn't and, necessarily and I, correlate with being incredibly frequent. It does no. not. No, you can stop and be frequent. Yeah, but I would I would probably guess that the like YouTube algorithms and stuff encourage the frequency. You know, oh yeah, yeah. Well, the more you the more so you feed it, the better the beast behaves. He, here's my whole thinking though on all of that, and this is something I want to bring up with Sean because both Sean and I recently did videos, um, and they were Sean just did a video blog for his own creative channel, and I did a. Uh, social influencer uh, advice column video for uh, Natural Products Expo, um, which was really cool. But and don't don't get mad at me. Don't <laughs> get mad at me because this is a personal preference. It's an aesthetic thing. But I hate I hate when people cut like every second or two because they're stitching together their thought. Oh, right. The jump, oh, yeah. jump, the cut? jump cut. The jump cut okay, welcome, in, welcome in to vlogging. The real world. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. The way I did my video, and I don't like being on camera very much, produced. right? Yeah. It wasn't highly it wasn't produced. Well. It was that I only did enough information that I was able to deliver on camera with a stopping point, and I created a stopping point for myself in my script so that I could stop and cut appropriately. And since, yeah, since this podcast is semi about debate and talking shit, the re- the difference between those two was that yours felt scripted, like you had a teleprompter, you had lines you had to say, whereas like the raw jump cut is an effect that it you basically feel like you're speeding through someone's conversation in, in a natural way to talk. It's just a difference in in edit, I think. Well, it's but it's also in, it's a difference in, 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 in sincerity. Yeah, in which presence. do you think is more sincere? I think it's probably the jump cut. Is going to be because you didn't see my performance. So. <laughs> <laughs> he he can know what it is. I would say it. that it could go either way. I would say it could go either way. But I would, you know, I mean, we're all attracted to sincere, truthful. Perf- I mean, that's where we watch something. We say that was true. That was uh, something that was not uh, concocted or created. And here's what I'll say. Something super cinematic with a wonderful actor can feel very true, honest, and raw and be very highly produced. Absolutely. And then there's also times when something should feel very highly produced, like a TV segment. So you don't like his acting skills is what you're really trying to say. No, I mean, that's not what I'm saying. But but what I I will say is that, you know, like there's a time and a place for produced. And I think in yours, it was almost like a tutorial video. And so it it was good that it felt produced. You know what I mean? Um, And the whole thing was how to make better video. And I think producing is part of making better video so it worked in that sense so the my only my only thing is that it just depends on what you know you and i guess as a creative you have that freedom to say this is going to be a highly produced almost like a tv show or a scripted kind of thing or in cinema you would never do the jump cut unless it's like those you know fast-paced or edit transitions i would say that just to bring it all together i'd say jack said it best by saying that that to me fits in a category of video and to me that's an aesthetic that i don't uh, appreciate it gives me agita uh you know yeah, it, uh, you uh, what? Uh, it's it's jewish out. anxiety what's um, it called uh, agita what did he how's say? that spelled? i have not agita. heard that before <laughs> it's, agita. it's yiddish for it's jewish anxiety G-I-T-A. So well, I mean, what does that even mean? But it we'll, makes me we will like heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, coast, yeah. So you you get it right. So, Ajita. Yeah, Ajita. <laughs> so in any case, for me, when I see that, I'm immediately pulled out of it, 
I don't absorb anything Thanks, that they're saying. Dick. I that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Correct. Just talking shit. Yeah. Okay, it's all part of we tell you up front what you're getting in this. So. Yeah. Never get critiqued by me. I always like there's maybe a glimmer of what you did well. And then <laughs> it comes from a good place. He wants you to be better, so you don't give him magic. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, what's what's your favorite film? This this will tell everyone everything they need to know. What's your favorite film? And don't be like, oh well, I don't know. I don't have a favorite White film. Castle, Zoolander. <laughs> I'd say Zoolander is probably my favorite. There you favorite go. Movie. Let let let's see, let's see your uh, Magnum uh, look. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You, you went straight to camera. <laughs> camera trained from camera trained since I was. When did the iPhone come out for me? Two thousand seven. It I came was, out for the you at the yeah. same time. It came out for yeah. all of us. <laughs> well, how, yeah, let's see. Yeah, I was I was eighteen when the iPhone came oh, out. So off. yeah, I don't think. I, I think it came out the same year Jack was. Uh, two thousand eight. Is that? iPhone 2008, yeah, Jack was three. Right. So, yeah. so I'm thinking about this. We have a teenager. Are you still in your 20s? No, no. I'm not. Oh, shit. I thought we went teen, 20, 30, 40, <laughs> and so on and so forth. Other categories. That's right. You're wiser, too. Yes, that always helps. But just to quickly summarize all that. What's that? You the final? It's been a while, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look great. Doesn't he? Thanks, bro. Yeah, Colorado living right there. Like going, that's yeah, like a cringe. You're like going, right. God damn. Exactly. Is it that bad? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you have to compliment I just want to hear no, but to, well, to be honest, I think wow, it's great having Jack here. I do have a story. I'll share it later. Maybe we should turn off the age brackets thoughts. I do have a story. Absolutely. Chris has yeah, a story. I did want yes. uh, okay. Chris okay. to share the story of when the production that made his hair go completely white. I used to be yeah, very black <laughs> hair, very dark. Yeah, I think uh, on Faye's that? website. It was like uh, about, uh, <laughs> well, about a year. It looked like well, no, right, right after I hired Zach. <laughs> He's like black hair on that dude's website. Yeah. And the creative collective there that you're part of. Yeah. That's okay. a picture of you from a while. So, yeah. I, I think it was from Matt personally, but anyways. I digress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> so, but just to Jack, kind of have something to do with it, just to sum up our conversation there entirely, I would say that it would, it it is telling that each of you referenced YouTube as if it's a microcosm and the only place to post things. I think as we progress, I wonder the future of YouTube. I wonder what streaming in general is going to present to Vimeo's us. Vimeo's grown. Where else would but you? But only Vimeo, within the artist community. Vimeo, Vimeo, is TikTok, all kinds of platforms, all yeah, kinds TikTok's of things. Uh, yeah, no, there's one place for video, and it's and it's YouTube. I, I mean, oh, Vimeo, is, Vimeo is just a different. I heard of one. What was Breakcove or something? Breakcove. Yeah, I've heard. Of What's time. what? Okay, let's go around. What's your favorite video you've watched on Vimeo recently? Okay, next. What's your favorite video you've watched on Vimeo <laughs> recently? Look in my eyes. Yeah. What's your favorite There's Vimeo? Climbing I don't put a YouTube either. There's climbing stuff on Vimeo. You know, I, I mean, heart. it's it's it's. Vimeo, it's listen, I've been I've been extolling the virtues of Vimeo for years, but YouTube is where it's at. I mean, Google. Owns yeah, because it. I, mean, I could tell you YouTube when I watch. Until you know, know immediately. I, and and you know, this actually kind of changes directions for us. But we all make money doing this and. Until 
I mean, YouTube supposedly in the news is going to have to restructure soon. So what does that mean for yeah? But we know, know where you get your news. Cents you make a year on YouTube. It's going like, to be a soft landing. Put it. What do you mean they're going to have to restructure? Well, they so they got into big issues with their kids' content. Yeah, but um, they fixed all that. No, they're going to split. They're going to split and make YouTube Kids with a paywall. There's going to be YouTube Premium. All I right. watch Cobra Kai on YouTube, which is How like how was that? It's so good. I still it's need to watch so that. It's so good, oh, dude. I want They've, to. And that's something, too, where they took footage from 20 years ago and cut it into this show. And it worked? It works so nice. well. It's so oh. compelling. It oh, gives you so much cool. information about the characters. And we're going to see more and more of that. Yeah. We're going to see these characters. Cre- I, I can't wait to see and the movie. It comes down to editing s- skill and I, storytelling I, skill. I want to see the movie There's... where they roto out characters and put them in a movie oh, like, you know uh, dream team uh, style kung, kung pao into the fist yes that kung pao is a great movie. example a of that i can't it's wait so to see funny. where post-production goes with our capabilities i bet just how many people do they have in a sweatshop <laughs> doing that well so an example of this <laughs> right. do you guys remember um it was uh believer yeah. by what's that band yeah. I think it was yeah. in Taxi Driver. I know they're not the original ones. But uh, Dolph Lundgren. No, no, no. This was a current song. But Dolph Lundgren, essentially, they were going to make a music video for this song. And so they got Dolph Lundgren from Rocky, as we all know. Awesome. Uh, and they asked him for an entire day just to do stuff on green screen. That's it. And he did stuff on green screen. And then they released it to the world. And they asked people to key it out and create their own best music video of the song. And of the submission, somebody was selected as an editor for best music video. And then they got rep. The band got rep. Dolph Longer got rep. And it was like one of those things where what could we even imagine what would be created from this? It's like Photoshop battles on Reddit. You know, it's just like we're heading. That's cool. Yeah, really yeah. interesting times. That's super cool. Although... No, we, no, go ahead, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> finish that thought. I, I just reading the room. Just, <laughs> just going back to the YouTube and, and Vimeo. I think Vimeo has a much better interface and way better quality. Absolutely, no, absolutely. It's just like it's like on YouTube the, is like Walmart and Vimeo is Target. Macy's? 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 Is Macy's still around? Yeah, I yeah I don't know. I, I like Vimeo. It's funny, though, because, like, I very rarely go on there just to be like, I just want to watch something. I go to YouTube. Yeah. You yeah, know? and there, yeah. But but when I go to YouTube more and more, I'm like, I don't want to watch what Casey Neistat's doing. Oh, fucking Peter McKinnon. I'm so, like, yeah, over like, Peter uh, McKinnon. I guess I watch Binging with Oh, Abish I'm so again, off over, you know? like, Sarah Dietschy. I'm so over Potato Jet. I'm so over, like, <laughs> Potato Jet. everyone. <laughs> Still. I do like I do He's, like him, I like his stuff, but I'm so. I'm like it's so clickbaity. It's like a 19 minute video that could be summed up in 90 seconds, but they waste 19 minutes of my time. I heard it's well, it's high production value. It's so well done, but it's like get to the point, people. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts, am I right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a fantastic get to the point. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> outro. That's a fantastic <laughs> way. To cue us up to outro this. So, Zach, it has been fantastic having you on. 
Let's um, take it away, let's, Letty. Let's, Thank let's, you let's for having, having, um, having um, me, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure to sit down and uh, talk about our craft and, and drink beer this time. Thank you, Chris, for bringing the <laughs> Ooh, farmer's daughter. Chris is my hero. And yeah, uh, for too. those of you brave enough to listen to this podcast, please make sure you've subscribed on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Share it with your friends and colleagues. And also, if you can, give us a little love on iTunes by rating and leaving feedback for this podcast. And lastly, go out and make something. Go out and make something. On the next episode, we're going to talk all about the video production process, which I know sounds boring, but I promise it's going to be really good shit. So good. Filmmakers and photographers Drinking coffee and talking Shit